This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. Welcome to Dungeon Not Included, where we are playing katanas and trench coats right now, or getting ready to play it. <laughs> like yeah. any good role-playing game, there's weeks upon weeks of setup. <laughs> That's right. Although, to be fair, I think it's like, an hour of setup. Can we just take our sweet time about? It? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was about that. So uh, last time we finished up all of the numerical number crunching parts, and you all were gonna pick your uh, your superpowers, basically that you have. All right. So I had some questions. Yes. Yes. Okay. So for those at home who don't know, there are certain things you get to start with, like you have your starting edges and so on. So I haven't picked those yet. I know which two I'm going to do. I'm going to put them on our our sheet in a minute. Um, But beyond my telltale and my um, starting edges, there are so many uh, what appear to be moves with triangles with plus signs and triangles with minus signs next to them. Are those moves that I have inherently given to me or those edges I get later. So like, if, if that makes I sense, like I'm looking here at like haunted manifestation, memories, wrath. Those yeah, are yeah. all things that you have. Yeah. Perfect. I think those are inherent to the, the splat as it's called in, in the book. Uh, yeah. awesome. if I recall, so I can do, I can do though. all these cool things. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, I'm picturing it like a like a playbook where I'm you know getting some of these as they go along, but um, that's great no, that I get all these cool awesome. little moves. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, <laughs> and the pluses the pluses that point up basically represent good things you can do. Minuses are like the 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 drawbacks, uh, and sure. the zeros or the empty circle is just like it could go either way. If yeah. that's that uh, it's explained very briefly, but it kind of blends into the first uh, splat book, I think, Immortal. Uh, like in the very mm-hmm. the, the, the previous page explains how the splats work, but it kind of looks like it's okay. I'll, I'll go back page, and you know what I'm talking about. Uh, look through that later. And just uh, just last thing on the, the layout of this book, it's beautiful. It is like yeah. down to the font choice, it feels evocative of these 90s games but like it's still readable and it it, <laughs> it does a lot of like it wipes out a lot of the um like the conceit is on its sleeve right it'll say uh for example as an immortal um i can make my sword come to me at will but it calls out the fact that it's not telekinesis i will struggle and have to reach for my sword because drama wants me to drop my sword a lot and try to go for it like and it makes sense like if you watch these movies you watch highlander they're still like they're they're all calling for their weapons or whatever it's it's all for the dramatic tension and Uh, in the 90s the 90s highlander tv show Mm -hmm. uh i saw a woman draw a full-length sword from a bolero jacket so you know (laughs) yes (laughs) exactly (laughs) right 
Perfect. Uh, I also love how tongue in cheek a lot of the stuff is, like how like the humor that's like written within every move. Mm. Um, it's great. It's like cool. some some of the stuff is cracking me up about it's like you know there's one bit where they're like you know if you're a ghost um you might have trouble carrying like in a stressful situation carrying a bomb which and then parentheses it's like you also might do that if you weren't a ghost you know like yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's pretty good yeah cool all right so uh let's start with you frank yeah. uh can you give me sort of the lowdown on choices that you made about your character and uh, give the listeners a little bit of a preview of some of your powers? So I tweaked my character a little bit since last time we did a session. Uh, I gave myself more potency and less like, uh, for example, I had a lot of flow before because I was like, ah, I go with the flow, but that's not really what flow is. So I'm, I modified a few things here and there. So I'm a okay. little bit more of the beefcake in in this i can i could fight um but you are a literal caveman yeah basically and i I feel (laughs) so some of the questions that ask you is when you when you passed away and i i do believe i i i'm like one of the early humans right yeah literally flattened by the the first wheel um no impressive scars that was one of the questions that they had asked uh but my my core ambit my ambition my my is is basically a lot of my abilities are about pursuing a worthy foe so it's highlander right pursuing yeah. a worthy foe uh using your awesome blade shooting lightning out uh, against your enemies um but that's kind of not quite in keeping with this unassuming character i wanted to play for those of you who are super deep cut highlander fans maybe mythos from the series uh yeah and, that is honestly, a deep cut <laughs> yeah if you if you understood that reference we're nodding just subscribe just subscribe <laughs> to the channel <laughs> um so but there is a feature in there that describes uh what to do in that scenario um and uh so there's this cosmically cyclical curse that affects all immortals at one point i had died and i came back this happens to all immortals so you die you come back people treat you differently and then you just kind of age through all the people you love and know and it's really tragic uh if you deny that um then you uh don't get any of the benefits from the cool sword and the lightning powers and stuff and i think that's where i'm starting the game off so my uh curse is i'm a guardian of deep antiquity what that means is there's some magical knowledge or truth that I am supposed to be guarding and I am denying that. So I'm not guarding it. Uh, and that means I'm going to start off the game like barely immortal. I'm not going to, nothing will kill me, but I'm not going to be chasing other immortals trying to chop off their heads. I'm not involved in supernatural po- politics. I'm assuming like get session one will change all that or may change all that. But that's the way I'm, I'm starting off. So I'm a guardian of deep antiquity. And here's the crazy part. I think, and I accidentally stumbled into this. I think what I'm guarding, and I don't even know that I'm supposed to be guarding this, is as the victim of the first wheel, I know who invented the f- wheel. I know the name <laughs> of this person who invented the wheel. 
I haven't thought of it. Like, I don't see the significance of it, although that's kind of a thing we all talk about, like who who invented the wheel? Like it's who discovered fire. Right. What's what right. you don't we don't have obviously historical records of that. And I the reason why I think this is interesting is because I think and I have not thought like I will play to find out. I think the answer to that question may be where car wizards get their power from. Oh, okay. Mm. Or something like that. I, I'm right. not saying it's definitive. I'm saying it's tied into it somehow. That's why it has cosmic significance. Um, I'm oblivious to it, or my character's yeah. oblivious to it. And Frank obviously doesn't know because we haven't played it. So that's my big long spiel of where I come from. As far as powers, uh, starting edges, it's going to be armor of loyalty. If I protect people who are worthy of my deep loyalty, uh, I get some benefits from that. And um, I think what I we ended up with is uh, yes, we've met, which means I've been around for so long that I've I've met many unusual people. And once per episode, I could pull in somebody and say, yeah, I know. And the way we're going to do it is sort of like it's a you're at a party and somebody at the party says, oh, it's nice to meet you. And you have to tell them, actually, we've met before <laughs> because he's really unremarkable. <laughs> so all these vampires and wraiths and stuff don't don't remember him. I think yeah, that's, that's basically so everything. Like that. Yeah, I think that's pretty much everything. I get mystical uh, threat sets and I apparently am soulless, but these are just features of all. Well, the, the soulless thing is, is just that anything that would affect a so-called soul doesn't work on you. Right. And Which you don't come another... back as a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, there are no immortal ghosts. Yeah. So, well, sure. That kind of, you know, since, you know, ghosts are uh, uh, undead, you can't really be undead and immortal. Right. It tracks. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, oh, the last thing is I might be shouting challenges to people left and right. <laughs> demanding, <laughs> sat demanding satisfaction. You know, uh, it's really funny you say that because uh, I may also be demanding challenges. I have this one called uh, How About a Friendly Rager, which means we're probably going to get into a lot of drag races. You know? Nice. I like it. Different so that, that's a good segue to, to Rebel if you want to go into yours. <laughs> yeah, go into yours. Sure. So um, what I took for my edges, uh, I'm the car wizard, in case you weren't here for the last episode, which if you weren't, what are you doing? Go mm. back and listen to it. It's worth the context. Yes. Um, is uh, I took a ablative garage, which basically means so usually car wizards have a sweet ride like one that's like really important to them and like doesn't get like it it won't explode like it'll get banged up but you can always fix it with this one i have basically an infinite number of sweet rods so expect the things i work on to blow up pretty constantly nice that's For dramatic awesome effects. yeah thank you and then I also took uh, that friend with a truck. Uh, so <laughs> essentially, I uh, I get extra um, numa when dealing with people I consider my family. Uh, and car wizards have like like one of the features of being a car wizard is the fact that you know you like. 
in random situations where we shouldn't know anybody, I know somebody. But it also means that we will get involved in whatever drama's going on with them whenever I call upon them to help us out. Yeah, that makes sense. And what are what is your current sweet ride? Uh, my current sweet ride are um, my uh, hand-me-down pair of roller skates that I got from Big Bertha uh, that I am rocking at the moment. They are Amazing. pink and covered in uh, graffiti-like signatures from members of my gang who I've decided to call uh, the Menagerie, and all of them have like animal nicknames. That's awesome. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So here's the question. Since we're going 90s, are we talking um, like roller derby style two by two axle skates? Or are we talking neon inlines? No, Which no, could... not roller blades. Roller skates. Sure. Just. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. I'm, I'm going full roller derby here. Mm-hmm. Love it. Nice. Oh, which reminds me too. Just throwing it out there as your character with everything. On, have you ever? These gentlemen might remember you. I don't know if you have. Did you guys remember a Nintendo? I mean, a Sega Genesis game called Skitchen. Skitchen? No. no. It was a I racing know what game Skitchen where is. <laughs> yeah, that then you then you probably can guess what the game is. It's a racing game where you're on rollerblades, but you can hitch onto cars that are going by and grab the bumpers and have it pull you. But you have to duck down because if they look in the rear view mirror, they'll pop the trunk and then you get like sped out. It's like being hit with a shell in Mario. It yeah, was uh, pretty great. But yes, I can see some <laughs> skitching in your future with that. Oh, uh, well, honestly, so this is the th fun thing about car wizard powers is that I can go toe to toe with like <laughs> a, a sports car on my roller skates. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm powered by the darkest cosmos. Mm, I love that. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to be a little bit... Um, uh, it, it's it. There's literally a move about that where it's like, well, you know, it's not normal, so it's going to be difficult. But you can do it. Like it's right. it's possible because I'm a car wizard. Nice. And this is just a <laughs> screen grab of yes. for those of you listening, a uh, screen grab of the game Stitching. Genesis. Look at those graphics. It looks like a DeLorean that it's that the person is kitchen on. <laughs> yeah, and they're about to come up on someone with those nunchucks. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so uh, uh, Skip Clifton is our phantom. Now, uh, I picked a couple of things that I thought would be fun to play with with our character. So first off is your haunting manifestation. You have two options, and I went with an animal psychopomp. Um, so I have a dog that's going to be wandering the real world that I'm connected to in a spiritual way, and it's connected to me, um, that I can do stuff like, if I'm in trouble, I can send my dog to find you guys and bring you to me, a la spiritual, la like spirit-based lassie, which would be, nice. I think, very fun. Um, I think that's the thing that's cool about my yeah, well, the thing that's cool about, about the ghost, too, is that, like, any time I'm in direct light during the day, I'm almost impossible to see. So the dog is really a big part of how I'm able to um, 
you know, get around and see things in the real world or even in, let you guys know I'm there. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> at, at when once it gets dark, you guys can see me no problem. Once it's, I'm in front of, you know, it's just like street lights, the moon, uh, campfires, no problem seeing me, but I'm very hard to actually make out during the day, which is right. super neat. Um, That's neat. So That's I have a question. Can we ask, oh, yeah. can we ask some questions it. before we move past this? Rebel, yes, go questions. It. Go for it. Uh, so this dog, is it in any way related to the dog that was, I assume, a part of, because you mentioned there was a dog so, collar that was yes. passed down okay, to so, your family. Yes. So I think what has likely happened is a situation where um, I, I, as a puppy, was able to get this dog to go to my family who then adopted it in and took it in. Um, So like now it's the grandkids like down the line or whatever uh, years later, but it's still the family dog and it's probably lived a lot longer than most family dogs are supposed to like uh, a situation where maybe it even gets to a point where like, I have to make the dog run away every couple of years. And then a, a new dog shows up that looks just like our old dog, but it couldn't possibly be the same so this, dog. You know what I mean? This is a so, supernatural dog. This isn't like, I think I, if it's not, I'm making it supernatural. The dog, <laughs> the dog stays totally as long cool. as I stay, I think. Um, <laughs> so this dog is every, every like, yeah, every decade or so we have to disappear for a while so that it, they don't notice that the dog is, has stopped aging at a certain That's point. Um, so I yeah. want to clarify that the dog, has stopped aging and once you finish your unfinished business it will resume aging it will not just like crumble into dust (laughs) (laughs) or or in the final in the final episode in the final episode we have like a okay boy let's go home and then we walk off together or something like that You know, turn to ash. We're not the dog is not going to like Thanos snap turn into dust and run away. uh, I'm pretty jaded and horrible. I was hoping for no. I was hoping for a line of dogs. Like it's not even the same dog anymore. Yeah, and it's like, oh my god, this this little poodle. What what or a chihuahua? Well, no, also chihuahua mix now, and you're like, this isn't the dog I had. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how brutal? (laughs) Yeah, like a huge. Can you imagine how brutal that would be for? Can you imagine how brutal that would be for Skip as like a forever child having to every ten years bury a dog? Like that's his only connection to the world. Like that's uh, my character's sad enough as it is. He's not getting. I'm giving him an award. You made the right choice in not going. Yeah, that was that was a good choice. Yes, but I just want to point out my road was really sad, but Rebels was incredibly sad. Crumbling (laughs) dust. We're all bad people. We chose not to do this. We just. Yes. Like I've seen too much media where like something that doesn't age has the thing that makes it stop aging like go away and then it just like it sun it instantly ages all the years that it's yeah. been Let's aging. Not do that oh movie. yeah, it's like a, it's a awful. Let's not do that. A portrait of Dorian Gray. Mm. What's the dog's name? Situation. Did you figure that out yet? Uh no. Um. All right. Let's. I'll come up with a good one. Give me, yeah, give me yeah. a bit. I'll come up with yeah. a good ghost dog name. Um, make sure you know. In the meantime, the we have my name. Telltale. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will. I will. Are my Telltale? So, 
um, when uh, I, even though I'm intangible, I leave traces of myself uh, into the world shit that clue that may clue people into the weird shit that's going on. Unquote. So I have to pick one of four telltales. I chose emotion. Um, so it says particularly sensitive mortals feel your emotions as their own. They, uh, if there is no particularly strong emotion you're feeling, then they just feel super emo in your presence. While this doesn't work on epirionic beings, which I assume is like us, like, like supernaturally things, yeah. uh, there is there is still the faintest hint of emotional connection. So uh, if if people are they can they can feel me they can know my presence because people are going to start acting weird with their emotions, which is kind of fun. Um, and that this is under manipulating someone by playing on emotion is your ambit. Um, I don't know what that means. Let's, but we'll work with that. <laughs> yeah, your ambits are essentially uh, things that give you a bonus mechanically in the game. Okay, cool, cool. So when if I allow, essentially, if I put ambit. myself into, yeah, okay. So this is kind of like when you would give us like a dragon's deal kind of situation, where if if my my uh, people start noticing that I'm pot potentially there, then I'm going to get a bonus later on because of this ambit thing. Or am I totally reading that wrong? No, uh, if, if it's a little different, uh, you get to spend Numa, but it's way to to give yourself yeah. extra dice. But it's way cheaper when it's in your ambit than when it's out of your ambit. Mm -hmm. I see. Okay. So All right, be and then my last two things, things my starting. That makes sense. All right, my last two lag, things sorry. are I get uh, two. No, it's fine. I get it. It's <laughs> my fault. Um, <laughs> we have two starting edges. <laughs> the first one is called bad touch, which just means that I can manifest myself inside of physically inside of things without hurting myself. Material is not displaced. You just exist in the same space time. Um, one vicious use is to reach inside and squeeze somebody's heart. Like I can really go in and hurt people in fun ways uh, using this move. Um, uh, and the yikes. other one, with, right? <laughs> um, the other one that I thought would be really good for my character is pneumatic investigator, which allows, because I was a, a child detective in my, my previous life, if I'm working in any, working to uncover mysteries uh, and the unanswered, my ambit is permanently supercharged. Cool. Yeah. When your ambit is supercharged, it's even cheaper to buy extra dice. Wow. Neat. Woo. Oh, uh, so I forgot to mention, uh, I have a thing like that called kinesis, which is basically like, what element of the speedster lifestyle uh, most aligns with me? And I chose combustion. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to read it because it's so fucking good. When the scene is on fire, you're at the top of your game. Combustion is about overcoming the activation energy required to make everything accelerate. When it's uncontrolled, it's an explosion. When it's a controlled, it's still an explosion, but with purpose. <laughs> this kinesis is about explosive action and is most active when you're leaping through balls of fire, your pistons are pounding, and your RPMs are in the red. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so I'm, I Still uh, good. like Adam. Roxy is 
sort of a bruiser. Mm. Uh, Z is part of the, like, like, you know, it's a gang of body modders, but not everybody is like somebody who goes out on the streets at night and beats up people who are doing crimes, right? Mm -hmm. Some of them do, uh, you know, like mechanical stuff. Some of them just like help out in other ways, but Roxy is one of the people who goes out on the streets at night and beats people up. Nice. Love Anything it. Anything to add, Frank? No, I'm good. I have a question for you. Sure. Do you even have an awesome blade right now? Oh, so we discussed this briefly on the Discord, which you should all join, those of you watching. Um, I think not. I have a hard time imagining what that awesome blade would be. So to me, that means let's play to find out what it is and what the deal is. Because like, did I have one at any point? Was it was you it going to be a flint have. weapon? Yeah, I may not have. It may have been my bare hands. Um, talked about that possibility. It's also possible that I'll get it once I start way Actually, late in life doing, doing stuff. immortal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and, and your awesome blade can change too because, you know, in the movie Highlander, mm. uh, he doesn't start with the cool katana with the ivory handle. That's true. He inherits yeah. it. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for a chainsaw. <laughs> At some point, this is a lot easier than you people make it sound. <laughs> Chainsaw would make an awesome blade. So. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Do we need to cover like maybe some veils or or what have you? Yeah, like, I, let's let's do lines and veils a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I was I was especially curious because in the last week we called Skip a youth detective. And this time we've we've mentioned he was a child yes. a couple times. So I like to know exactly where that falls. Oh yeah. No, okay. So I think that he I think this is a situation where they start they've been doing this for years, he and his family. Mm -hmm. Um and I would say that maybe he's a middle child within the group. That there is I was thinking like two boys, two girls. And maybe when he was when I say that he was a kid, I think that like he was probably brought in uh when he was young, like eight, nine years right. old is starting to do the little fun detective-y things with his siblings around town. And of course, they're like the the case of the missing Barbie doll. Like, they're not anything like, Brown. Yeah. super yeah. crazy at the beginning. And then as he's gotten older, I'd say he's probably in his teens um, after like seven or eight years of investigation under his under his belt that um, the tragedy strikes. And that's when they're doing real Scooby-Doo stuff, right? right. They've, they've gone from Hardy Boys into Scooby-Doo, I feel like, uh, at that point. That's pretty clear to me. Okay, I'm good with that. All right, nice. So you're you're the ghost of a teen. Uh, yes. I mean, but you're also like 90 years old, something like that, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but unlike, say, like Interview with a Vampire or uh, a Twilight, uh, I have not matured at all okay. in terms of that. I'm not like, I'm. this is not a situation where it's like I'm a curmudgeon stuck. This is not five from... Um, from Umbrella Academy, right? This is not an Good. old curmudgeon stuck in a small boy's body. This is <laughs> a for a forever optimistic teenager. Okay. Yep. Cool. 
Uh, so is everybody cool with that? That's the that's what we're talking about right now. I'm fine yeah, with. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. The teen. Yeah, 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 that's okay. I mean, it's tragic, of course, but you yeah, know. absolutely. He's not yeah. eight, which would be a little bit <laughs> yeah. too young for me. Yeah, I just I don't think it could roll play with that. Yeah, yeah, eight year old ghost. Yeah. That's right. eight year old ghost is too sad. With with his dog, little little kid with his with dog, puppy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I can't do it. I can't. Yeah. So, so, no, so that's is, fair. is the dog is the dog actually the dog that you had in your group? Ooh, uh, I kind of love that. I think that whatever <laughs> supernatural thing destroyed me in some way also took the dog, and we're together that way. Though I think that because dogs don't inherently like have a soul, that's how it becomes. Oh, okay, sorry. Sorry, did I just? Whoa! All right, sorry. Statement to take as a given. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry, I forgot. This in, in in the world of katanas and trench coats, all dogs go to heaven. I get it. Never mind. I think it's bad. Um, he's, he's a dog as, psychopomp, which means that he's actually his function is to guide you to the afterlife, but he's yes. just hung around you because you aren't going. So yes. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. So I think that I think that okay. So let me rephrase that. He has a soul for everyone who got freaked out by that. <laughs> yes, he, he has more soul than anybody. He's the most soul of all dogs. Controversy in the Dungeons and Dragons podcast tonight. Yeah. Yes, seriously. Um so yeah, I think it's I think it's the same dog. I think whatever whatever happened happened to both of us and um the dogs trying to do be a good boy and get me to move on and i'm keeping him around until i finish my business yeah poor puppy uh, mm -hmm. but the puppy loves you yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely that's why he won't leave so yeah i would love to find out that the team disbanded not because of skip's death but because of the dogs <laughs> <laughs> too dark too dark <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, our brother died, but that dog is <laughs> irreplaceable, man. Yeah. <laughs> mm, losing both at once was a blow. Okay. <laughs> that I will grant you. So now that we've covered off camera death of a teen and a dog, mm. is there yeah. anything else that we want to put in here? Um, for my general lines and veils are pretty much always the same. Like we don't need, I think we're all on the same page, but people at home who might be joining in, this might be the first time. So um, I don't like uh, sexual assault or anything like that. Not that that's ever come up in anything we've done. It doesn't seem like it's our vibe in any way, shape or form. No, I don't like any of that. Put it on the list. So. Yep, violent, violence against uh, kids on camera. I have an obvious problem with, I have a problem with that. Um, I have no problem with especially since that's going to be what we're doing here with this like if that came up where we discovered the body of someone i wouldn't have a problem with that um, if that were like brennan's thing is they're back and they're taking out teens again or whatever mm. the, the story is going to be like i don't have a problem with 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 that happening it's just the um like extreme young kids don't want to see right. that happen right right okay, yeah, we're yeah, right yeah. on that 
uh, as a if I could go next, just briefly offer as a time traveling character, I have never been involved in anything that would be icky to revisit. Right. I'm not I was not involved in the slave trade. I was not mm-hmm. involved in uh, anything overly misogynistic or misogynistic. Mm-hmm. Well, no, like, there's a light misogyny is fine. Light uh, misogyny is okay. Yeah, light misogyny. <laughs> just, the whole point of this character that he avoided everything of interest, but I think I'll just to make it easy, I have avoided everything of like questionable. Just I don't I don't think we it's too goofy of a character for us to be using it to examine. Well, I think I think that would make him more interesting. So therefore he didn't do it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, having a dark past is also something that's interesting. <laughs> right. Um, but uh I, I'd also like to say um I think that the menagerie uh is if it was not obvious by the fact that my character uses neo pronouns is a place with a lot of like LGBT characters. Um so I I'm just gonna put it out there like it, obviously, we don't play with this stuff anyway, but like uh, Alex said, it's always good to have it on the table. No homophobia, no transphobia, mm-hmm. and transphobia including like true scum shit where you're like, oh, well, non-binary people aren't really a real gender and stuff like that. Like, yeah. none of that stuff. Right. Yeah, that's fine. We, I don't have a problem not including that content. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for more... 100% more vanilla kind of fun um things i uh i guess i we should you know make it so that zero sessions are you know they've always been a good idea right they've always just yeah. like talk about what you want to play i will i think obviously tone of voice is fun goofy mm-hmm. over the over the top dramatic is cool for me I don't need oh, yeah. to have any real deep feelings about anything that actually happens in the game. I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need it to be mm-hmm. drama. Melodrama is cool. Um, but I'm not opposed to drama. I just, I, I like the 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 mood we're going with so far, which is really goofy, over the top. Uh, I think I called it like um, Venture Brothers Sad last time. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. yeah. Venture Brothers can get think, dark, but. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's kind of the direction we're taking with this yeah, as far as yeah. I've seen is yeah. uh, we're, we're very much like uh, you know yes my sister was kidnapped but it was like by a rival gang to my gang of body modders who do street races for fun right like right. Mm-hmm. you know there's going to be some emotion there but it's not going to be like you know Oh well, me and my sister are having a fight right now about this uh, thing that's important to both of us, right? right it's right. like we're having a fight because one of us is on the side of the evil conglomerate who is trying to, you know, shut down the orphanage or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, I get the tone. I think the tone talking about tone is good at this mm. stage, and the tone that we're going for here. It's definitely got a goofy side, which I think is awesome. So cool. Uh, the dog is named Pickle. That's awesome. Pickle. No. Yep. Yeah. 
I used a random random name chooser and Pickle came up and I love it. It's the perfect dog name. I would I mean, die for Pickle. Yep. Just right now. I've I only mean, he, had Pickle for five minutes, but if anything happens to him, I would kill everyone in this room and then myself. Yeah. yeah. He's a he's a big dill. <laughs> God, that was awful. <laughs> so bad. My favorite part where was Frank going to be like, I agree, and then being like, hold on. <laughs> <a minute. laughs> I didn't I did think of something uh semi-serious. My character's immortal. Uh mm-hmm. I what do we think about uh self-harm? Or at least let's go extreme, suicide, right? This character, it's not death for me. Would I can I throw myself in harm's way? And it be still good, but we just avoid acoustic making it seem as if it's suicidal. Because so, we here's, tend to want to avoid that. Okay, yeah. so here's here's my thought on that, Frank. Is I have seen like when I think of immortal and self harm, I think that if if done right, it can be okay. Allah, like the montages in Groundhog's Day, right? Like where it's being used for comedic effect and we understand the purpose of it narratively. That said, I think you got to be very careful um, with it. Does that, that make sense? Like, I don't, I don't know what the tone we're going for. Like if you were to talk about things happening in the past, I think doing it on camera might be too much, but if you wanted Mm. to allude to the things that had done happen in the past, maybe, I don't know. Uh, would people be fine if it's always cartoonish, like just over the top, you know, battle with a villain, get blown to pieces, you know, that kind of stuff where it's. Yeah, you know I, mean? I I would personally be OK with it, but I don't want to speak for the group and mm. feel feel free anyone to interject and say, no, that's that's not something we want to have in this because I don't want to I don't want to choose the vibe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think that bothers me and if it if i decide later that it bother bothers me i'll be sure to yeah. speak up and we can perfect remedy right. that. sounds yeah. good so yeah you are allowed to jump in front of the uh the uh uh the sword slashing towards uh a uh the dog yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what i was thinking how do i throw myself on the on the grenades to protect Pickle the dog. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I yep. think all of us would throw ourselves on a grenade. We might three stooges God. and call like a little tent over him <laughs> where he only this he and the grenade is, are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is going to become Pickle and Trenchcoats, the show with uh, everyone else just like, everyone else is kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Anything Pickle else anybody wants to course. add to this? Sorry, oh, I was just going to say Pickle is, of course, the star of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's some things we want to see? Mm. Um, God, everything we're talking about sounds like fun. I just trust the group more or less. Though in our last session, which is our um, our uh, sick day show, we had a lot of fun of just writing things down we didn't expect and then it coming up later on. So maybe we should do it anyways. I I mean, like, as somebody who picked a car wizard, I definitely want there to be like a, a street race, you know? Sure. Uh, definitely. Street yes. Race. Street race. I would yeah. like to see dueling cabals. 
I would like mm-hmm. to see that at some point. Um, um, are are we planning on doing this like one shot length or camp or campaign length? Did we decide that because that might dictate some of the stuff we might want to see? Um, it's probably going to be a little longer than one shot length. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I would love to see some. Some of the cooler things that the ghost can do is I can like one of the moves is like you can spend four what is it, Numa or however, yeah. to, like, use your abilities to, like, stop a train dead. Like, I can have extreme ghost strength to do stuff. I would love to be able to flex some... Like, yeah. little kid and his dog stops a world-ending event with their mind. Like, I think that would be fun. I like that. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd like so, to oppor- some- opportunities to use some of the, the weirder before. moves. That's all yeah. I care about. I'd like a couple opportunities to meet old people who don't like other immortal beings or vampires or whatever, uh, maybe even ghosts who uh, kind of sort of remember me, but don't mm. like. I, I want to be able to at least express that, not just in character creation. These are yes. all pretty basic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, these are all things that you have that you you know these are these are things that were implied in character creation, but then yeah. making them explicit isn't bad. So yeah, I do think I'll, yeah, and I think some of this obviously for dungeon not included is we are we are modeling behavior, right? We could have started playing this game twenty minutes ago easily because we know each other, but it's good to show people how to play and not to be yeah. scared of zero sessions and things like that. Absolutely. All right. And uh, I also think like you know we were talking about stuff that were like, oh, well, it's a given with this group, but it's it's always good to just put it out there so it's fresh in your mind, yep. right? Absolutely. Agreed. All right. Awesome. Good. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, so how do you find mysteries, Skip? Ooh, um, that's a very good question. Do we do do we have it that pickle is the one that leads me into fighting? Like, I think that now. Granted, this is more of a Brennan thing than a me thing, but um, I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, I'm not supposed to know exactly what my what what my my unfinished business is per se like we don't know all the details of it i know we had talked a bit about some ideas of what it could be but i kind of like the idea that the only thing pickle and i know about it is that i have to solve a mystery so i think that pickle gets these like little bits like a lassie where it kind of understands that something's going on and pulls me towards any mystery it can think of in hopes of finding the right <laughs> mystery that will take me. It's it's quantum leap with a dog ghost situation. Oh I my god. <laughs> Maybe so I don't the think next mystery will be the mystery. That, that takes that me home. home. Yes. Yeah. Uh so I think I think that um Pickle picks up on vibes of people who are in distress, and that's what leads me to ghostly appear near them and try and listen in and figure out what's going on okay nice i hope i didn't take too much of your i know it's like that's part of your your thing brent i hope i didn't take anything away from you no no i asked darkest cosmos right the darkest cosmos has all these mysteries connected in some uh, insane way and only the dog can navigate (laughs) 
That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um, yes, you, Skip, have been led to the uh, home base of the menagerie. What does that look like, Roxy? Oh, well, um, it's the dive bar I mentioned. Okay. Big Bertha's bar. Um, But I can't think of a name for it right now. It just says bar on the outside. I I was thinking it was just called Big Bertha's. Yeah. I I mean, that's what everybody calls it. There's just no sign on the outside besides, like, bar. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, like, it's... The bar is... A, it's a shitty dive bar. It's, it's like, under... Half underground. Sure. So, like, yeah, you have to it, go down steps to get into it. Yeah, and, like, the only indication that there's a business there is the neon sign that just says bar, right? Um... But it is next to a parking garage, so it's very convenient for the gang, you know? Okay. Um, It's a condemned parking garage that isn't used anymore, and we've sort of taken it over as our own. But that's not something you'd know unless you were part of the menagerie, so... (laughs) So the parking garage is not under... It's not in use? No. Well, okay. it's in use by us, but no. Not officially in use. Not officially, yeah. Cool. All right. Um, so uh, what do you and your, the menagerie get up to in the bar most of the time? Just hanging out, playing pool, that sort of thing? That sort of thing. Um, I have a little workstation off to the side where people bring me stuff they want fixed or tuned up or whatever. Uh, And I'm currently back there. I've got one of my prosthetic legs uh, off and I'm working on it on my little work table. Nice. So uh, Skip and Pickle have been led to this bar. Pickle has led you to this bar. Skip. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I look down at, at Pickle. I'm like, gee, boy, what do you think is in there? <laughs> he looks up at you in pants. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go in. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if I'm old enough to go in there, Pickle. But let's go, let's go in anyway. And, oh, sad. <laughs> uh, so uh, I think I think that we have to wait for someone to come out to for the door to open, so then Pickle can can go in. I can I can go through, but I'm going to wait patiently for for Pickle to have an oh, opportunity yeah. to go in first, and then I'll go in following. All right. Yeah. So uh, in a dim underground bar, you'd be visible. Is that correct? Yes, I would be visible. So uh, a a between like a medium height uh, teenager wearing uh, it just just picture like a younger 
darker haired Fred from Scooby-Doo. Like that's what we're, we're seeing like, um, 60s, 70s kind of outfit. Um, like, and, uh, definitely seems out of place, but maybe not actually in a, in this weird dive bar. Maybe, maybe there are other people who are also dressed, uh, eclectically, uh, walking around this place. I don't know what, uh, the menagerie, uh, is like, uh, to know whether I would fit in or not. Uh, I mean, it takes all kinds, but at the, you know, it's, you stand out. <laughs> so yeah, I guess here's, here's, a, here's a question about the menagerie. Now, is this a secret hangout as in the only people who hang in this place? Like it's a, the bar is a front or is this a place where like the average person might stumble in and go to Bertha for a drink and it just happens to also have members of the menagerie like throwing darts and playing pool and stuff? I mean, Definitely yeah. the latter. Yeah, okay. It, it's mostly the menagerie, and I don't think most people probably feel welcome for very long if they don't fit in with the menagerie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna uh, go in there and kind of look at Pickle and be like, "All right, boy, take me to a mystery." Take me to a mystery. Oh my god, that's totally your cartoon catchphrase. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Take me to a mystery. Uh, it's um, like your fucking blue skadoo or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Pickle runs uh, right over to where uh, Roxy is. So, um, yeah. so I walk up. Now here's a question. Uh, we're all considered... Um, like special supernaturally people, right? So um, Rebel in no way uh, or Roxy in no way would be affected by my emotional state, no. right? But nope. if anybody in the room is sensitive right now, they're probably feeling very joyous, very happy. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the other, some of the other menagerie crew are starting to have a, a good time. But, you know, <laughs> that happens at the bar. People are yeah. hanging out and having fun. So it's not like the, you're not going to really notice that. Right? They're they're doing like the, the Snoopy dances in the background. Yeah. And all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. We're having a really innocent fun time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the type of fun they're having in the bar is a little different than they're used to having. That's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're enjoying games more than alcohol. Yeah, (laughs) stacking empty shot glasses into elaborate shapes, but not actually drinking anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Um, yeah. So Roxy sees a dog and, like, you know, puts down uh, Zertools and uh, says, (laughs) "What are you doing in the bar, bud?" And goes to pet the dog. Um. The I think that you, I, yeah the the dog the dog's corporeal so I think that yeah mm-hmm. you you wag the dog dog wagging his tail and everything mm-hmm. they say uh, uh hi there uh my name is Skip and I'm here to help solve your problems holy shit kid I did not see you there <laughs> I get that a lot <laughs> <laughs> um. What do you mean solve my problems? You're like 12. 
well, don't underestimate me. Just because I'm young, I have plenty of things that I can bring to the table. Uh, Pickle here has chosen you as the person for me to help out. So I'm at your service. That's a lot of information in a single second. Okay, sentence. Okay, hold on, hold on. The dog's name is Pickle. Yes. Pickle has, air quotes, chosen me. Mm-hmm. That's a little nutso, kid. Uh, are you sure you're not lost? This isn't really a place for uh, people under the drinking age to hang out. Uh, no, I'm, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm Skip Clifton, teen investigator. <laughs> Your name's Skip Clifton? Yeah. If I had a business card, I'd give it to you. You're not like, okay, this so, is a character, right? Like, you will notice, people aren't named Skip. <laughs> you will notice that he's a little see-through. What the? <laughs> just a little, just a touch. I like, you know, move my head back and forth to see if it's like an optical illusion or something. And I, how can I? S- what are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm a detective. <laughs> that's not what i meant kid uh i kind of got the whole you know scooby-doo vibe from you already uh i mean the fact that i can look at you and i can see uh hound back there tossing some darts at the board uh, and uh, I, I think I turn around and uh, I say something like, oh, yeah, they're really good. I start walking towards them and like walk through whatever table is like right there as I walk over to like check out the darts. And then uh, I like look look and see like like stand in front of them and like they just like throw the darts through me being like, yeah, it's, this is this is me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I think oh pe- people a- people and things can't people and things can't touch me um but that's okay are have, you like a ghost or something like or, or something I'm not sure exactly what I am other than a detective but your dog's alive pickle oh yeah Looking down at the dog, which they have touched. Yeah, yeah, and uh, pickles, pickles, floor. yeah, yeah, pickles on its back, <laughs> waiting for rub- tummy rubs. Mm-hmm. I do give pickle tummy rubs. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's, I don't. Well, what's I want to understand? I'm, I'm a tea detective, and my dog wants me to help you solve a mystery. That's it's so basic. How do you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain it any better than yeah. that. <laughs> I am I'm sorry, kid. I don't know what mystery your dog you, wants you to solve. You do but know I don't oh, know well, why I would be involved. That's that's oh. okay. Sometimes sometimes pickle does more than I do too. So it's you know 
maybe you haven't maybe you just haven't figured it out yet but trust me if pickles here something's up it does the dog knock over a picture of your sister or something that's in the bar uh <laughs> does it Brennan? <laughs> well uh, yeah you're you're aware that your sister has been missing for a couple of days yeah look i i got a mystery on my hands but i'm sorry i don't feel comfortable involving a teen undead or not in family business you know Whoa. it can get pretty rough out there Sure, but like, and I stand in front as another dart goes through my head. I rough doesn't bother me, <laughs> and age is relative. I'm like technically well over ninety, so. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is just kind of a lot to process. Look, I I appreciate that you're well-meaning, but I also like. A teen and his dog do not belong on the mean streets of darkest Vancouver. Um, <laughs> well, I've been here for a while, so I don't know what to tell you. I I don't think I'm going anywhere either. So, and until I help you out, I don't think Pickles going to leave you alone either. And you looked, I'm sure you looked down and like Pickles like asleep on your foot. Like, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one that's attached that's to you, not the one that you've me, taken yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, Pickles lying on your foot and like adorably chewing like a fake limb. Like <laughs> it's got like a it's like chewing a finger. on my foot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's actually, uh, I'm sorry we didn't get to you yet, Frank, but uh, we'll get to you to start next time and we'll leave it there for the evening. I, I would love it if I just get introduced because one of uh, Roxy's gang just hit me on the street as I was bringing in groceries to the store. <laughs> like with a car hit me because I was yeah. And I'm like, this asshole right in front of everybody needs, we need to get medical attention. And I'm trying to walk it off. Right. <laughs> Most boring, boring yeah. incidental introduction. That's the that's the next time on. For yeah, you, is you getting hit by a car? This was a this was a lot of fun. I hope everyone watching right now uh, follows the channel uh, and, and or subscribes because it's just gonna get more bonkers from here. Now that we've, we're done with all the setup, I cannot wait. Do we know what kind of dog pickle is? Yeah, let's um, tell. Let's let's find let's, that out. Uh, let's do. <laughs> uh, this is essential. I will not because the fan art is to... coming in. We need to know what pickle is. Mm -hmm. One second. I have a picture in my head. I just gotta look up what it what it's called. Okay. It is. Uh, A English, oh, an Australian cattle dog. Oh, oh nice. yeah. All right. Good. Good. Yes. Purebred? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Cliftons were firmly middle class. So. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. They, we, 
we, oh. we know we know that the the main for the main villain in all of those things was always like capitalism. So they definitely yeah. like it was probably could very well too have been that like the dog was some rich a holes dog, and after we helped put him away, we freed him from whatever and like the dog. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. dog, dog. Like we we stopped a dog fighting ring in the basement of some billionaire and saved Chico or and something. And that like that. Oh, that rich asshole was a necromancer on the side. It all strings together perfectly. <laughs> oh. All right. Follow the channel for more of this nonsense as we play again. Will we actually will we be playing next week? Or is that the week we're off? Or is it yeah, it is it's since we are live, we can tell people we can say state the date. It that yeah. it will be like the week before of uh, Christmas break, and then the week I know well definitely the the twenty sixth. We definitely I'm not going to play because that's my uh, uh, right. I'm taking my sister off for her birthday. So, so theoretically, doing, it could play next week. We might be on on the nineteenth, but we probably will not be on the twenty sixth. But yes. follow the channel is the easiest way to find out when we're going live, as is the style of the time <laughs> or, or when we're wearing hats. <laughs> exactly. Bye, everyone. Right. Bye. Bye. Hey there, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend and leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help spread the word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew and over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included or at our home on the Nonproductive Network at non-productive.com forward slash DNI Crew where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives, as well as our latest episodes. Thanks! This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablaoui. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.